Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's National Boxer Shorts Day, Tony. Boxers or briefs? I'm Tony Kornheiser, neither. I go loincloth, baby. Loincloth. <laughs> Who are you, Ron Eli? Remember him? Yeah, I do. He was talking. He was like he followed right? up Johnny Weissmuller like decades later, right? Ron Eli? What, wasn't he like the second or third Tarzan? Oh, he yes. had to be like the third or fourth. He was way after Johnny Weissmuller, way after him. I remember him. Might yeah. still be alive. I think we Ron went to junior Eli. high together. He was a junior <laughs> high guy with me. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Nets and Sixers lose again. Rory McIlroy is worried about golf. And Steve Young joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with tonight's football game, Baltimore-Tampa Bay, a game that's actually attractive and beyond that compelling because of the Tom Brady circumstance. Wilbon, is a win tonight more important for the Ravens or for the Bucks? Tony, it's the same for both of them. I, I, I'm not going to draw any distinction there because I don't see one. I don't see either team. It's not like one team is, you know, has, has one loss or no losses, and you can say they can sustain a couple. I mean, they're in the mix. They don't want to fall too far behind. The Bucks have this issue of the offensive line and Tom Brady and whether he can still be Tom Brady or not. I know Baltimore's issues are more clearly defined. Defense in the fourth quarter and Lamar Jackson in the fourth quarter. So I don't know that one needs it any more or less. I'm trying to figure out, like, do I favor one team or the other going into this game? Which, as you mentioned, is actually an attractive Thursday night matchup, which is almost impossible to find. Tony, I'm going to say Baltimore. I think that the Ravens are just closer to being able to get a handle on those issues, even though in one of them is fourth quarter defense, that can be difficult. I'm going to say the Ravens get that victory tonight. When I first heard this question, I was going to say that it was Baltimore because Baltimore is four and three and in the same division, Cincinnati is four and three. And the second place team in that division may not get to the playoffs because that sometimes happens. And so That's I would right. have said Baltimore. But then I heard that Jamar Chase is hurt for Cincinnati. And he's out yep. maybe four to six weeks. That changes the dynamic in that division. But they only but play either, Carolina, Cleveland, and a bye week, remember. They got right. Carolina, easy Cleveland, a bye week in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, they can roll through that anyway. They could. They could. But when you lose a receiver of that magnitude, he's great. when he went MVP. back to college with Joe Burrow, that's a big deal. But I'm going to yep, say big deal. Tampa Bay for this reason. For the emotional reason. I think that Tom Brady is sitting at a table, and everybody has pushed all the chips into the middle for Tom Brady. There are actually people out there who think Tom Brady should leave right now. This is Tom Brady. This is the GOAT. So for him to win this game sort of rolls back the tide if there is a tide with that. But it's important to note this, Mike. Tampa Bay stinks right now. Tampa Bay lost to two terrible teams in a row. Pittsburgh and Carolina, teams that without Tampa Bay on the schedule would be 2-10, and and people are looking at Tom Brady. There's one more stat I'll give you that I think is germane. Last year through seven games, they were averaging 31.4 points 
and this year it's 17.7. It's an alarming drop-off. Do you it blame is. Brady? Do you blame the offensive line? Do you blame I the blame lack of a running game? Do you blame, blame receivers all. being hurt? You know? Yeah, so all of it. I think it's Brady. I think it's Brady. Oh, you think he needs it more? Okay. I, you know. I, I do. You know, you know Even what, though you his know division what Brady, is rancid. But it's like saying, what does, you know, Brady need for Christmas? A Christmas gift. Well, nothing. He doesn't need any more wins. He doesn't need anything. But it's right now. But he's out there, Mike. It's right now right. and he's out there and he's okay. Tom Brady. Come on. All right. Let's move to the NBA. The Nets and Sixers both lost again last night. Brooklyn is now 1-3 after losing in Milwaukee with Ben Simmons scoring just four points and Steve Nash getting ejected for his first time as a coach. And the Sixers fell to 1-4 after the Raptors beat them in Toronto. So, Tony, which team should be more concerned right now, Nets or Sixers? Not even close. It's the Sixers. The Nets are not a basketball team. The Nets are a sideshow. <laughs> the are. Nets are the it's Lakers true. in the East. The Nets are wasting a lot of minutes on Ben Simmons, who does not want to play any offense, and as you say, got four points. They are dependent upon one guy who didn't decided not to play in any home games last year and another guy who has to be traded, okay? The, the answer is the Sixers, because they don't have these extracurricular problems. They got problems on the court. They're the slowest team in the league. They play at the slowest pace. That's not a good look right now. They have the worst bench scoring in the league. They're scoring 17.7 off the bench, something like that, and nobody else is under 20. They are second worst in allowing fast break points. Sometimes I just stand there and watch as it happens. People say, oh, Steve Nash could get fired before the end of the season. Doc Rivers could get fired before the end of the season if this keeps up, Mike, because that's a city where they fired Joe Girardi and ended up in the World Series. Yeah. Tone, all true, but... The 76ers' problems are basketball-related, and they can be fixed. Yeah. And I expect them to okay. be fixed because they're going to work at it every day, and they're going to get a look better, 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 even if it's just incremental, and they can write this. Tony, Brooklyn's problems aren't even of that basketball nature. Jalen Rose says something last night on this show, and i got to give Jalen full credit for this because he's the only person I've heard say it out loud and forcefully. He said Ben Simmons is never going to be an all-star again. And, and, and you hear it, and you go, "What, well, Jalen, hold on. And then 30 seconds later, I'm like, you know what? He's damn right. Ben Simmons is at a point where you look at him play now, Tony, and you go, this isn't the guy who was out there who was an all-star three, four years ago. It's not him anymore. So they got bigger problems. And the problems that you listed, they're right. Kyrie Irving, we don't know. Where's the leadership? How are they going <laughs> to get along Who's going to be coaching them since that same Kyrie Irving says, oh, we don't need a coach. Nobody's ever needed a coach more than him. Brooklyn's problems to me, Tone, are much bigger, grander, and I don't see them possibly working no problems out this season. I do see Philadelphia working. And my bias is toward Doc Rivers, who I've known forever and today. I know. They're with him. But I think they can fix those. I think they can. I believe they It's only four games in. It's not 24 games in. No. It's four games in. Let's go to golf. Tomorrow begins a final event of the Saudi golf tour season. A couple of days ago, Rory McIlroy lamented that the divide between the Saudi tour and the PGA tour is growing wider and may be irreparable. Phil Mickelson said of the Saudi tour, and I quote, we are a force in the game that is not going away, unquote. Wilbon, as you look back on the year, has it been a good year or a bad year for golf? It's been a great year for golf. 
I'm not measuring this the same way that Rory McIlroy is. He's looking at relationships that appear to be deteriorating. And he's worried, as he said himself, that it could be irreparable if it continues along this path. I get that. But that's not what the consumer cares about is the relationships between golfers. We don't even know the relationships. You and I may know some of that. But the, 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 average, the average fan and beyond, it, even the golf nerd doesn't know that or care about that. What you've got is you've got some beef. You got beef between big, famous, accomplished players. And Tony, this goes back. You know, I, you were a kid and I was a little kid back when you had things like the ABA and the NBA. And there was a That's few exactly and ultimately right. they came together and made That's it right. better. The AFL and the NFL and those things, those those wars, those many wars and that conflict. It was better for the sport, ultimately, if not for a particular league. This might not be good for the PGA, but it's damn good for golf, don't you think? Um, I would love to disagree with even one thing you said, and I will not. Golf has won the publicity war all year long. Yes. First of all, yes. all the players played in all the majors, which are the only tournaments that count. So you had the full field. Four young kids won, which is always good for a sport when young kids rise up. And then after that, every single headline was when the Saudi tour poached another guy. Another guy had won majors like Dustin Johnson and Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Koepka and Sergio Garcia. And they were in the news all the time. Mike, you and I, I this may be tough for Rory, not fun for Rory. This has been fun for right. us. We've talked about golf more than we've Every ever day. talked about golf. Yeah. And the other analogy is perfectly correct. 50 and 60 years ago, there was an AFL and an NFL. And they competed for eyeballs and they competed for talent. And we know how it ended. It ended with a merger. I think it's critical that the Saudi tour gets on television. And not on YouTube and streaming and the Hulu when it gets on old standard television <laughs> because old standard guys watch golf. And By if the way, that Tony, happens, and if they play the majors, there's going to have to be an accommodation. Of course there is. And by the way, the PGA Tour, including Rory, more money. The, the LPGA right. Tour, more money. They announced more, more money, money. For Golf. a tournament in, in a congressional in D.C. where Rising we live. Rising tide. During Rising the weekend. Tide. Floats they, all boats. Tony, the people who teed off on Thursday didn't know they were getting more money on Sunday. So for, for both tours, um, seriously, come on now. Good, great year for golf. Let's take a break. Coming up, Matt Ryan says he will help Sam Ellinger. But how hard is that to do? We're going to ask Steve Young. We'll also ask him to recall his reaction to being benched once a quarter of a century ago. One time. Maybe Steve won't call it a benching. We'll see. Pardon the interruption is presented by the refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. 
Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, brought to you by Twisted Tea, part of Happy Hour. In a story we broke in our first segment, week eight of the NFL season kicks off tonight, which makes it a perfect time to bring in our great friend, a man who broke my collegiate record for completion percentage back in 1983, and I still hold a grudge about it, Hall of Fame quarterback Steve Young. We're going to start with this. We're going to start with the benching of Matt Ryan. The Colts have benched Matt Ryan. He said all the right things. He said he'd do everything to help Sam Ellinger. How hard is it to help a guy who's standing in line to take your job. I'm pretty sure Brett Favre didn't help Aaron Rodgers. I don't know about Joe Montana and you, but how hard is it to do that? Well, I mean, look, that question is loaded because, I mean, I, Joe Montana's in the middle of four Super Bowl and championships, and I get jammed in there because Bill Walsh thinks that his back's going to be hurt. And then, like, I don't think mentorship was on the highest list for Joe at the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, anyone who lived through that, those years, I was like, like, so I, I get that part of it. But Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan has the treads worn out. And Matt knows, like, like Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees or Peyton Manning or Tom Brady. It's like, in this era where you were trained in a more sophisticated, difficult era, you can take advantage of this less sophisticated era and abuse it. I want to stay as long as I can until my arm gives out or my tread runs bare. I'm going to stick it through. But I think that now Matt has run that bear, and that's fine because he's had an amazing career. And what he's done is incredible. He's now a place where he can mentor, he can pay it forward, and should do every bit of that as much as he can over the next weeks. Well, Steve, even though you wear that Hall of Fame jacket and you wear it well, George Seifert once benched you in the second half of an Eagles game in the mid-'90s in there somewhere. I think I was at that game. What was that like? I mean, how do you handle that? How do you deal with coach and teammates when you're going through that circumstance, even with all you had accomplished by then? I have a visceral reaction to that question because (laughs) all these years later, you describe it as a benching. And that's why I was flaming pissed. That's why I was so mad because we were getting beat. George came to Jerry and I, Rice and I, and said, look, we're going to end this. It's over. We're going to pull you guys out. Go back on the field, and then we'll bring in the subs. And so we go out, and what does he do? He sends in Elvis Gerback and leaves Jerry in there for me to trot off alone. And I was like, after six years of being in this unique environment with Joe, I had had, it's like it was my breaking point, and I was going to fight him. I was like, look, we're punching it out now. And it's funny that 20, 30 years later, you still remember it as a benching. Just makes me flaming. Oops. I want to fight now. I'm like, I'm ready to Oops. So, Steve, in other words, you are saying quarterbacks, even the greatest players, it's hard to get beyond this stuff, whatever the circumstances were. How you get there is how you get there, and it's not by, like, aggressively attacking every challenge in front of you. So getting benched is painful, let's face it. 
Man. We'll move away from that. The Niners face the Rams and now have Christian McCaffrey. As a quarterback, how does it change things for you to have a receiver that can be a great running back and a running back who can also be a great receiver? It seems like they got it all in terms of personnel. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, Michael, you've seen some teams that have all the talent and they don't get anything out of it. This is not that team because you have an innovative mind in Kyle Shanahan who can find the productivity and put pressure on defenses. And that's just, to me, it's, we have three guys, George Kittle, we got Brandon Ayuk, we got Debo Samuel, and now we add Christian McCaffrey. That is, by definition, too many guys for a defense to handle. And so if they're deployed correctly, which I think they will, you're going to find defenses on their heels with a lot of space that Jimmy, can, Jimmy Garoppolo can take advantage of. And I think you're going to start to see that this week. Uh, we get you out of here on this. This is a complicated question. Many people, including <laughs> apparently Hall of Fame quarterback Kurt Warner, have wondered whether Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers might just walk away. And I guess they mean now. Do you think that's even a consideration in the minds of those guys? Tony, I can't think of a more laughable question. I mean, do you not see me 30 years later ready to jump through the camera to fight you over being benched against the Eagles? How do you think Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers have gotten here? Because they have grinded through every hurdle, every filter, every challenge that they've seen for decades. And so you're asking me, do you think now that it's almost done or it's towards the end or at the end that they will just sign off in the middle of a season and just be labeled a quitter like they would rather die than like sign off in the middle of a season like I if they even talked about it themselves I would go over there and take care of it my like no <laughs> no is the answer to that and I don't mean I don't mean to get so emotional but come on you got to be kidding me that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers would consider just signing off in the middle of a season and waving goodbye I mean do you not understand who these guys are this is not eight Super Bowls and seven MVPs, and this, you don't just roll out of bed and do that. This is, these guys have lived this forever. Like, there will be a time it comes to an end, but it won't end like that. I can guarantee you that. Let me try How and understand this. You're saying there's not a chance? There's <laughs> not a chance is what you're saying? Thank you, Steve. That's great, Steve. Oh, thank you, Steve. Thank you. See you later. That's just right. awesome. Let's take Just one last awesome. break. Still to come, the Chiefs say had a former first-round wideout. And no one can blame the Lakers' loss, not this latest one, on Russ, as in Russell Westbrook. Can't do it. Uh-uh. Can't blame him. Nope. We blame love somebody Steve else. Young. We do. We That's love so great. Steve Young. That's so great. Yeah, it's like 28 years later, that Eagles uh, game. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call, I'm gonna call yeah. the game. I'm not going to call the benching. I'm not going. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Is presented by the refreshing taste of twisted tea, hard iced tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Happy time, people. Happy 40th birthday, Jim Leonard. Leonard is two and one as the interim coach at Wisconsin after being named to succeed Paul Christ when Christ was fired earlier this month after losing to Illinois 34 to 10. Leonard had been defensive coordinator, having been originally hired by Christ to be defensive backs coach in 2016. Chris, by the way, was 67 and 26 at Wisconsin. Let me repeat that, 67 and 26 and fired. Leonard took over and beat Northwestern, then lost in double overtime to Michigan State and beat Purdue. Leonard is a Wisconsin alum, having played safety and return punts there, making all Big Ten first team three times, and he then played safety and return punts in the NFL for 10 seasons and five teams. Tony, I still think firing Chris was insane particularly at Wisconsin. I'm not talking about SC or Alabama or at Wisconsin. Really? You think a guy, even his, his successor, have a much better record than that? We'll, we'll check back and see in due time. Happy anniversary, Calvin Johnson. On this day nine years ago, the six foot five, 240-pound wide receiver showed why he was nicknamed Megatron after the towering Transformers character as he caught 14 passes for 329 yards and a touchdown in a 31-30 Lions win over the Cowboys. Johnson's 22-yard catch to the one-yard line set up Matthew Stafford's lunge for the winning score. 329 yards, second only to Flipper Anderson's 336-yard performance for, by the Ram, for the Rams. excuse me. But Anderson had an overtime period to help his total. Like Barry Sanders, Johnson left the Lions and football at an early age. Played just nine seasons, made six Pro Bowls, All-Pro, first team three times. And like Sanders, Johnson is in the Hall of Fame. And at 37, he's the youngest guy in there. Tony, after, of course, Jerry Rice, and then Chris Carter, for me, to my all-timer, been in chronology, I might go Megatron after Chris Carter. I might go Megatron. I know that includes, like, some greats, like Michael Irvin. There's some truly all-time greats in it. Megatron, man, he just yeah. got no love in know. Detroit for those years, huh? I don't know. Tony, Megatron, know. Not, man. A, not a long enough career. Woo. Not long enough. Happy trails to a fourth straight game for the Lakers. It's just as I feared yesterday. They're going to make us talk about the Lakers no matter what. They lost at Denver last night, 110 to 99. Russell Westbrook didn't play, but will somehow still get blamed for this loss. LeBron James committed eight turnovers and then vowed to be more aggressive, as if that will change something important. But what is the fix for the fact that the Lakers are shooting 22.3% from three, the worst percentage ever through four games? We're in the spin cycle here, Wilbon. The Lakers keep losing. We keep talking about them as if this is shocking. It isn't. They're no good. Tony, I'm just going to say amen to that and save some words for the Lakers after their next loss. It could be 0-7. Let's go to the big finish quickly. Let's do it. Broncos GM George Payton says he supports head coach Nathaniel Hackett 100%. Do you believe him? No. No. The Chiefs traded a third and a sixth to the Giants for wide receiver Kadarius Tony. Your thoughts? 
as if uh, they needed more on offense there. They're going after Buffalo. Paolo Bancaro became just the seventh player in NBA history to score 20-plus in his first five games. Are you impressed? Yes, but Orlando was 0-5, so I don't want to be overly impressed, but he looks good, Tony. Jazz are 4-1. The Jazz, explain that. I can't. Uh, Only that Danny Ainge must be smarter than I even thought, because they shouldn't be winning. Last one, two top 25 teams in Utah and NC State in action tonight will either get upset. No, both teams will win, Tom. Both teams will win. We're out of time. We will try to do better the next time. Buzz Bissinger, shout out. An extra melancholy trails to Tavern on Rush in Chicago, Tone. It was a great run for 25 years. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, knuckleheads. And now. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.